This fucking guy. Hello, my little chicken nuggets. Welcome to This Fucking Guy, a podcast about self-care, if self-care is one long scream into the void. Here is where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, jerks, and shit fucks that compose the shitty elevator music of our lives. I'm a little in love with Mothman, Ren Martinez. And I'm waiting for Nessie to return my calls, Ginger Golub. How are you doing today, Gingy? I'm I'm awful. How are you? <laughs> welcome welcome to quarantine week eight. Woof. 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 Yeah, um, everyone pretty much knows the status of things. I am still desperately avoiding the news. Um, Good call. Because, uh, for mental health care, really. Yeah, so we're still in this weird hell dimension um, <laughs> where half of the country is really upset that the apocalypse isn't, like, the gun-happy fever fest they were really hoping for, which makes them even yeah. more mad. Yep. Yep. They ha- they don't have legitimate reasons to shoot things, so they're just going to keep escalating until there is something. Right. They were hoping for Mad Max, and um, we're in the middle of... Uh, Mad outbreak. Karens. <laughs> I was going to say outbreak, but less monkeys. Mm. And worse government response, somehow. I still haven't seen that movie, but apparently my fiancé was spent a surprising amount of time looking into how he could buy uh, an Outbreak-style hazmat suit. Spoiler alert, you can't. They were made for the movie. Movies are weird. They do a yeah. lot of weird stuff. And it's probably overkill for going to Kroger. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to judge anybody's life, but uh, yeah, is there anything that you need to scream into the void? Well... Again, we've already done our little uh, pandemic update. Everything still sucks. Yep. Um, I do want to say that I find this pretty interesting. As a teenager, I was angsty and pissed off and sarcastic. And, like, I mean, there was obviously a lot of mental health shit going on at the same time. But um, I wasn't a great communicator. It was all really either passive-aggressive or aggressive-aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. and now I'm the one that my sisters come to when they're having communication and boundary issues, and it's really validating. Oh, um, that's I mean, so nice. Overall, they're doing good because my sisters all live together. They have, and this is pre-coronavirus, but they, they have this living situation where all of them, plus two of their husbands, plus my older sister's children all are in the same house. Luckily, it's a big house, but... It's not a sister-wife situation either. No, it's just sort of a just multi-generational family situation. And while it wasn't... It didn't always work out pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, there's been a lot of stress. Additional stress. So I've been fielding a lot of calls from one or another being like, I just, I don't know, and I can't communicate it, and I don't know what to say. And I'm like, hey, your boundaries deserve to be respected. How about you tell her in a way saying, when you do this, I feel this way. Because you're not trying to interpret the situation in what she meant to do, but merely merely explaining how you're reacting, and then expecting changes in her behavior. <laughs> it's just... 
It's very, it, you know, 15-year-old me would be astounded. Um, 32-year-old me is, I don't want to say delighted because that sounds petty. <laughs> and it's not a petty thing, but it makes you feel a little bit better about the fucking hot mess I am. And I'm like, well, at least <laughs> in this one area, I'm not a total fucking fire. Like, just <laughs> of a person. God bless. So, uh... Yeah, I've suggested a lot of chore charts recently, um, because adults forget that that's sometimes a thing you need. Yep, yep, <laughs> I am, yep. I just sweeped my back porch for the first time in two years, so that's, like, where I'm at. And it was only because I was uh, driven to give uh, my beloved a haircut, and I couldn't leave tumbleweeds of, like, the thickest, most blackest night hair you've ever seen. Just, like, hanging out. Just hanging out on the back porch. Jesus Christ, he has so much hair. <laughs> uh, he, you know what? It, it's very thick. It really represents his virility. I, meanwhile, have about four little fine blonde hairs just combed across my whole head. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair, Ren. Hey, I, my husband's the same. I mean, that, that Indian gene, like, really does it with that thick mm. black hair. Uh, and now he's gotten over that, like, gross, scabby beard period, you know? Ah. Like, very patchy and, like, this has to be a mistake. Um, but <laughs> Is he it, maintaining the beard or did he give up on it? He's maintaining it. He's really okay. digging okay. it. I actually had to buy him a little beard kit. But uh, if, peop if uh, listeners remember in our past episode, I do want to reassure them, even though my Muslim husband is, is growing a beard, he is not succumbing to jihadist. Like, he's not, <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he still drinks. So I, I, if, if he stops drinking and starts participating in this community, then I know jihadi is coming. Um, <laughs> thanks, New York Police Department. Um, on that note. On that note. I think it's time for some therapy. Do, 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 do. Pew. All right, Ginger. Light of my life. Yes. Why don't you tell me about this fucking guy? All right. Ren. Have you heard of Catherine the Great? Yes. Cool. This is not about her. Oh, because I was okay. like, I'm really looking forward to that Hulu show. Uh, oh my god, yes. Okay. It looks so good. so good. So, I'm late on this particular bandwagon, but a few months ago, the podcast Noble Blood uh, released an episode on Catherine's predecessor and ex-husband, dead husband, uh, Peter III, which was amazing. And then I found out, of course, like you said, that there's going to be this show about Catherine and Peter debuting later this month on Hulu called The Great, which looks lit as fuck. So good. Oh my god. So good. To both people that I would bang. Not the, not the actual people, but... Well, Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt are beautiful people. Yes, they are gorgeous, gorgeous paintings of human beings. Though weirdly, with Nicholas Holt, like, I really would prefer to see him a little bit pale, with maybe some black liner, and maybe screaming, Witness me! But <laughs> I can't have everything. 
I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, but yeah, I've had I've had Peter on my list for a while, so I'm just trying to scoot this episode in like right under the wire before it becomes like super passe and everybody's doing this podcast that has anything resembling a history podcast. Well, luckily for you, I know about Catherine the Great. I've played a lot of Civilization Five. So I know about how to take over other civilizations and get a lot of minerals and ore and other resources with Catherine the Great. I know fuck all about this man. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, so Peter III of Russia was born as Karl Peter Ulrich on February 21st, 1729 in where else but Germany, not Russia, Germany. Uh, it wasn't Germany then, it was Holstein then, like, as we have bizarrely already discussed, like, Germany used to be a lot of things, but, yeah, he was the grandson of two emperors, Peter the Great of Russia and Charles the Twelfth of Sweden, I say, not too sure of myself, because I'm having to read a lot of Roman numerals, and I am not used to that. (laughs) Peter's parents died when he was young. I'm just going to start calling him Peter now instead Rather of than waiting. Rather Carl and... Yeah, just know that he was like... He, w- he was Carl until he was in Russia, and that's fine. I mean, admittedly, Peter... I mean, don't get me wrong. Peter's not, like, the best name I've ever heard. Um, but Peter, King Peter, Royal Peter, sounds better than Carl. <laughs> King Carl. Sir Carl. That's sort of like Lady Amber Jessica Caitlin of... (laughs) Yeah, there's just some names that kind of don't translate that well into... And now I'm getting, like, major Aqua Teen Hunger Force-like vibes. Like, (laughs) just I appear, like, Meatwad's gonna roll out of nowhere. I do know what you're talking about because I've seen, like, one episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but also... It's... It's a God. cultural touchstone. I enjoyed it at the time. That's it's a cultural it's a cultural touchstone for people our age. I checked the analytics on Anchor. Like twenty percent of our listeners are over sixty. That's because those are your parents. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not that many people listen, and those are my parents. Yes, no, that it- that's fair. That's fair. Anyway. Peter's parents died when he was young, and he was placed in the care of tutors and officials at the Holstein court. When his father died in 1939, he inherited the title of Duke of Holstein Gottorp. God, German's a beautiful language. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was 11. So, Peter was pretty much shat on by the sycophants who had surrounded uh, him as the young duke. Though he showed interest in the arts, he failed almost every academic subject and was punished for being a bad student. And uh, as a result, he was beaten, starved, and generally mistreated during his early years, which would plant the seeds to make him a creepy little man-child for the rest of his life. Yeah. It's weird because, like, I feel like with these sort of royals' families... Like, Uh children get treated one of two ways. Either, like, straight up abused, lock it up, either, okay, you're Uh either treated like Harry Potter or Dudley Dursley. There is no (laughs) in-between. You're either locked under a staircase 
or you're crying and mad because you only got 33 presents rather than 34 presents or whatever. The yeah, there, there's no historic royals going, oh, no, I had a pretty normal upbringing. <laughs> so, dear listeners, I, I think it's important to mention to you that all Ren has eaten today before the red wine she's drinking was, what did you say? Some, Three some carrots hummus? dipped in hummus. Okay, and I am working on an 80-calorie light-and-fit Greek yogurt while drinking um, my Spite Corona beer. Well, I have Adderall to blame for mine. I was busy. (laughs) So, when Peter was 14, he was proclaimed the king of Finland during the Russo-Swedish War because I guess his pedigree or whatever determined he determined he was next in line for the throne it had nothing to do with actual talent or leadership abilities as i'm well, sure of course you know. it wouldn't no of one course. gave a shit about that no one no one at all um shortly thereafter he was brought to russia by his aunt elizabeth when she became empress and he, that's when he was renamed um Pyotr fyodorovich i'm sorry could you repeat that please so it's Peter with a Y, Peter Fyodorovich. Oh, okay, yes. I got it more than a second a, time. Mm, mm-hmm. And proclaimed heir to the throne. Uh, and they made him convert to uh, the Russian Orthodox religion, even though he had been, like, a Lutheran his whole life and he wasn't super into it. So that wasn't, like, the best. Uh, Peter resented living in Russia and often complained that the Russian people would never accept him, which they never did. Like, spoiler alert. (laughs) Everyone fucking hated the dude. Once in I can see a question forming on your lips. No, I mean, he's not... It sucks, like, because, like, this is clearly an abused kid who, like, is given way too much responsibility, but also everyone thinks that he sucks at everything he does. So, like, I can totally understand why he's like, I don't know why no one loves me. But knowing the royals back then, y'all fucking sucked anyway. I mean, there's a reason they beheaded Marie Antoinette. You know what I mean? Like, yes, your life was hard. It's a sob story. You get to eat every day. So kind of fuck you anyway. Yeah, like this, this dude, feel bad for him the first couple moments of it like yeah he was he was brought to russia when he was 14 and told like hey you're probably going to be the heir to the throne because uh this lady ain't popping out no kids so yahtzee for you or whatever i know you don't speak russian and your whole life you've been told you're going to be the future king of sweden which is a different country very different and so you've been prepping for that shit you've been you know learning all about for Chocolate and banks. That's Switzerland. Oh. Wooden shoes and windmills? That's the Netherlands. We're talking uh, gummy fish in Ikea. Ah. Which he was definitely preparing for in the mid-1700s. A lot. Of, yeah, he loves a gummy fish. Oh, yeah. this. Mm. So, once in Russia, uh, Peter was put under the tutelage of academic Jakob Shelton, who frequently expressed anxiety about the boy's laziness, boasting and cruelty towards animals. Oh, good. Now it's turning into a Criminal Minds episode. Mm-hmm. 
So, like I said, around the same time in October 1742, he was chosen by the Swedish parliament to become the heir presumptive of the Swedish throne, which is like what everybody kind of assumed was going to happen. Like, that's what he was getting ready for his whole childhood. But Sweden didn't know because there was no email, I guess, (laughs) that he had already been proclaimed the heir presumptive to the throne of Russia. And when their envoy got to him, they were like, what? And they just decided to pick someone else. Um, I'm not saying that that's... Yeah, I guess. I'm not saying that that's why Sweden always comes first in a list of, like, every which country is best. And Russia is mostly famous for murder, communism, and vodka. But we don't know that that's not why. We don't know that that's not why. What was I listening to? You know what? It might have been a TikTok... This dude was saying, essentially, like, you know, everyone looks, you know, talks about how communism ruined Russia, about how communism, you know, failed to make Russia move forward. And that's why they're still behind everybody, blah, blah, blah. And dude was like, actually, Russia was still an agrarian peasant society in which serfs were literally owned by feudal lords in the late, like, 1800s. So within... 50 years of that, they had people on the moon. So if you think about it, they're not doing too bad. All things considered. All things considered. Also, I apologize, dear listeners, for any kind of weird flapping noise in the background. I'm in the pod loft and there was an issue with the window that we had to fix with the tarp for the time being. And it's windy. I think at this point, considering pandemic and remote working and technology issues, everyone's going to be like, you know what? This doesn't sound like dog shit, so that flapping noise is just fine. Or it does sound like dog shit to the extent that they can't even hear the flapping noise. There you go. Think it positive. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, <laughs> so Empress Elizabeth, his aunt, arranged for Peter to marry his second cousin, super cool, Sophia Augusta Frederica, later known as Catherine. They married in 1745, and they fucking hated each other. She was smart, politically savvy, and determined to make herself like the perfect Russian empress, and he was none of those things. <laughs> just, just not a fucking one of them. He had given up on Russia. He was a real dumb dumb, according to, like, all of anyone who ever tutored him ever, and you'll see about the politically savvy. I mean, even if he wasn't a complete dum-dum, everyone treated him like a dum-dum. So at that point, he was like, fuck it. No one, I'm just gonna be dumb. I'm just gonna lean into this dumb. Yeah, at this point, he still doesn't speak Russian. Well, he doesn't have to. But that's the thing. He doesn't have to <laughs> speak Russian. He's the fucking emperor of Russia. People just, like, speak whatever language he speaks because he says so. Like, why does he have to learn anything? He's fucking king. I guess. God, that must have been a weird time to live. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not that different than now. It's not like other certain executive leaders of major countries have to learn anything about running that country. They can just fucking sit there and, like, other people run it for them? Maybe? Yep. Yep. Anyway, back to that asshole. Some researchers claim that the couple did not have sexual relations until the 1750s, when Peter underwent a special medical operation. But I don't know what that operation would have been, Uh, and there's, like, no evidence that ever happened, so... Huge cock involved, I I don't know. I just imagine it like, oops, it got stuck to his leg in the womb. 
I mean, there's all sorts of weird shit that were happening to people's bodies back in the day that they were like, I don't know, put acid on it or do cocaine about it. So I remember reading something similar about like Marie Antoinette's husband about like how they couldn't have kids for fucking forever. And then like somebody actually looked at his junk and went, oh, no. And then like did some kind of operation that nobody is ever specific about. And then they had a bunch of kids. So that's like I think there's some sort of condition some sort of penile condition where like their urethra is on the wrong side like it's underneath and how that greatly inhibits fertilization because obviously the Mm. sperm is meant to go inside not like down and out in a weird way maybe that was it maybe they were just like oh no no everyone forgot to punch the top boy that was fucking weird there was a dude i knew in high school who this was very mean but you were 14 and he was known among the ladies of the social circle as Nick the One Nut Wonder. Oh, because no. Because it wasn't that he had lost one, but for some reason one had eaten the other and became one super nut. And, like, the one girl who was, like, th- this one girl decided to, like, date, was dating him and, like, actually went down on him and afterwards was, like, it's, like, a weird chin rest. I don't know what was <laughs> happening. So, yeah, that was Nick the One Nut Wonder. Nick, if you're listening. listening. (laughs) Nick, if you're listening. Thanks. Like, share, and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) So, eight years after their wedding, um, Catherine finally became pregnant. In 1754, she gave birth to a boy, the future emperor, Paul the First. first. (laughs) Paul Paul the First. Colin the (laughs) First. Well, appropriately, um, she later claimed that uh, Paul was not fathered by Peter, uh, and that, in fact, they had never consummated the marriage. I mean, that tracks. This dude does sound like he was actually, I don't know, stunted at around 11 years old. So you're right at that cusp of, like, starting to, like, try to watch porn because boobies, or, like, searching boobies on Google. Mm -hmm. But, also, but then getting scared and closing your browser. Well, but, like, also there's plenty of 11-year-old boys who are also like, Ew, girls, gross! So you're, like, right in there, and he just happened mm. to... F- maybe he landed on the girls' gross side. I don't know. Well, I will say during the 16 years of their marriage, allegedly, 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 uh, they both took numerous lovers, none of which were horses. Just throwing that Did in there at this point. you need to qualify that? There's... There's a rumor going around that Catherine the Great liked to have sex with horses, which was like this weird political espionage. Have you never heard this? No. It was like the only thing I knew about Catherine the Great before like four months ago. I knew like Caligula liked a horse. Caligula liked a lot of things. He liked a lot of things, but he definitely liked a horse. Yeah, I mean, the only story I know about horse fucking is is that dude <laughs> Miss like I think his name was Mr. Happy, some porn star that regularly had sex with horses and then ended up dying because of horse. Um after a certain point it seems like it's for the best. Yeah, so no, I did I was not aware that there was a rumor 
have you heard? There's a rumor in St. Petersburg. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Um, He loved military parades <laughs> and dreamed of being a world-famous military warrior. Oh, Alle- no. That sounds yeah. familiar. Uh, allegedly, he spent every night in bed with her, playing with toy soldiers, and sometimes he would force his new wife to dress up as a soldier so he could pretend to be a general and put her through intense, rigorous military drills. What the fuck? Can I say, though, that if she wasn't trying to have sex with him, super easy not to. Just be like, honey, I'm happy to put on the soldier uniform and go marching around the bedroom. Not a problem. Let's get your get your little little army guys out. Like, it reminds me of that scene in 13 Going on 30 where she's just turned 30 and, like, her boyfriend's stripping for her and, like, let's play a game. She's like, ooh, battleship? Like, <laughs> pretty much. This is definitely a dude who could just get distracted from having sex by playing Battleship. Hey, I know what you're talking about, girl. It just sounds like normal marriage things to me. (laughs) So, Peter invited a Holstein regiment, so like a regiment from the place where he had been Duke, um, to Russia, and spent all of his time in military maneuvers. He gave up all fucking pretense of concealing... He gave, up, he gave up all pretense of having any goddamn interest whatsoever in his wife, or, like, even not fucking hating his wife. Um, during maneuvers at his palace, a small army of Holstein soldiers fired on the so-called Catherineburg fort that he had erected. Uh, and at the Catherine Gallery, <laughs> located by a nearby pond. So he was setting up targets for them to shoot at and naming them after his wife, which is Aww. some fucking psychopath shit. Yes, because he actually is a grown man. But to me, that reads more like, again, a 10 or 11 year old boy who's like, really annoyed that they have to hang out with their six-year-old little sister, and they're like, oh, well, like, we're gonna play the game Cops and Robbers, and the robber's name is, is, what's your name? Sarah? Oh, the robber's name is also Sarah. What a surprise. I put you in jail forever. Like, yeah, this relationship reads a lot less husband and wife, or even, like, shitty marriage, and more like siblings who can't stand each other. Yeah, yeah. So, according to Catherine's memoirs, one time, Peter had spent hours setting up his toy soldiers just meticulously throughout his bedroom, uh, and a rat came and shoot the head off of one of the toy soldiers. So, like a normal, well-adjusted person, Peter caught the rat and fucking court-martialed it and proclaimed the rat guilty of treason and hung it on a tiny gallows he'd constructed just for the occasion. It would be adorable if it wasn't so goddamn horrifying. (gasps) That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I mean, again, (laughs) this was a grown person running a country, which is why it's horrifying, but like... Dude, this is going to be the best fucking TV show. Holy shit. Oh my god, I cannot wait. Oh, hmm. Uh, he did finally try to learn Russian, but it doesn't sound like it went super well because he did not care about the country and did not care about its history or its people or its religion and despises traditions and everything about it. 
It is believed that Empress Elizabeth shielded Peter from government affairs, possibly because she suspected he was mentally incapable. He hated being in Russia. His allegiance was toward his homeland of, like, Holstein and Prussia and all of that. Again, like, this is clearly the biggest man-child of man-childs. Man-child the episode. Man-child the trilogy. Um, <laughs> and most man-children, uh, of which I've known many, the the thing that they're most responsible for is maybe, like, their job, you know, or, you know, like, uh, I don't know, fucking getting coffee orders right, or attending a Zoom meeting, or, you know, making sure they do lackluster chores around the house before sitting on the couch and yelling at their wife to do it. That's most man-children. This is a man-children that had the largest country in the world. Mm-hmm. So when Peter did eventually succeed uh, his Aunt Elizabeth when she died on December 25th, 1761, thus by ruining Christmas. Oh, um, no, not Christmas. Not Christmas. I'm going to start quoting from Wikipedia here because it's savage and I love it. The classical view of Peter's character is mainly drawn out of the memoirs of his wife and successor. She described him as an idiot, drunken from Holstein good for nothing, etc. This portrait of Peter can be found in most history books, including the 1911 Encyclopedia Britannica, which I will again quote from. Nature had made him mean. The smallpox had made him hideous. And his degraded habits made him loathsome. And Peter had all the sentiments of the worst kind of small German prince at the time. He had the conviction that his princeship entitled him to disregard decency and the feelings of others. He planned brutal practical jokes in which blows he always had a share. That's a weird fucking sentence. Uh, his most manly taste did not rise above the kind of military interest which had been defined as corporal's mania and the passion for uniforms, pipe clay buttons, the tricks in trade, and froth of discipline. He detested the Russians and surrounded himself with Holsteiners. So he's a Reddit user. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he sounds like the worst kind of person, but, like... Oh my god, Ren. Ren, if he's a Reddit user, do you think that he's practicing semen retention? Do you think that that explains all of it? No, I don't think he's practicing semen retention, because there's sort of, like, this quasi, like, intellectual wellness bent to it, um, and I think he is too reduced for that. This is definitely someone who uses, like, the 2006, like, lol, you jelly on all his posts. Yeah. Do you want to guess how long Peter was emperor? It's been 84 years. 186 days. That's a lot of material for 186 days. That's not that long amount of time to, uh, to really fuck over everyone you know. Well, remember he... He knew how to spend his time wisely. He was crown prince for, like, everything I've been talking about so far. Because, like, he and Catherine were married for, like, 18 goddamn years. So, like, he's just biding his time waiting to become emperor, putting on little tiny military parades and hanging rats. And, (laughs) like, finally gets to be emperor in 186 days. He still managed to pass 220 new laws 
that he had been working on. Some of these, God help me, were actually good and included things like religious freedom and abolishing the Russian secret police. As you might have guessed, that one didn't stick. Um, (laughs) From day one of his rule, his decrees as emperor were viewed as treasonous by the Russian aristocracy and military class who just fucking hated this dude. Um, And he was pretty horny for capitalism, which isn't my favorite, but he also made it illegal for landowners to murder their peasants, which somehow was not, it was not illegal before, like, at the same time that the Revolutionary War was happening. Well, yeah, again, like, with that one, my TikTok user, who was like, yeah, serfs were owned by their feudal lord. So, yeah, like, that makes total sense. And fucking, the fucking Billy Madison of the Russian, of Russia. Billy Madison of Russia is essentially like, uh, dudes, like, I may only be in the second grade, but, like, you can't just fucking kill people. I mean, I kill people. You can't kill people. Too true. Too true. Yeah, so Peter's foreign policy was a reversal of uh, his aunt's. Um, he admired Frederick the Great, King of Prussia, and did, like, l- fucking literally everything he could to win Frederick's approval. Like Aww, daddy issues. Oh, yeah. Well, it, mm, um, once on the throne, he withdrew Russia from the Seven Years' War and struck an alliance with Prussia, who had been Russia's enemy. So he, he was like, okay, I know... Thousands of people have died, but let's put the brakes on. We're friends with them now. And uh, instead, let's go wage war on Denmark. Denmark hasn't done anything to anyone at any point, as far as I'm aware. It's too cold. They just, they just, it's too cold for them to do stuff. He only fucking wanted Denmark because they were, who was in control of, fucking Holstein because that's ah. all he goddamn cares about and he wanted that to be part of Russia so he's like mm, war with Denmark let's do it uh, understandably the move was seen as a betrayal of Russian war sacrifices and alienated him politically among the military and powerful court cliques that is one thing about Russia okay so like Russia fucks up a lot of shit okay no lie but when it comes to war and sacrifices, they're like, we will sacrifice fucking the dirt we're standing on. We will fucking tear this shit up because we don't play with, we don't play. We don't play with that shit. Yeah, this is like, these are the people who invented scorched earth policy. And he's like, we're just going to ignore all of that. They are truly the honey badgers of geopolitics. Absolutely, they are. They don't take no for a fucking answer. So remember that, like, everything he's doing really only makes sense when you remember that he never wanted to be Russian. He never wanted to be the emperor of Russia. He was not planning on that. He was really into Holstein and Prussia, and he never got over that. And that would have been fine, except he was the fucking emperor of Russia. And he ended up using his pull as emperor not to make Russia better, but to make Holstein better. Which, I mean, he did implement, like, religious freedom and abolish the secret police and, like, made it illegal to murder people. So he might have made it a little bit better, but 
not that much better. Well, he's also, he's making it better, but not because he believes in these things being better, but because he's kind of like, I fucking hate you guys. What are the top things you fucking hate? <laughs> I'm going to do all of those fucking things. Just a piss. He's just, he's literally just Emperor Troll. Like, that's who he is. Yeah. So, with the Denmark thing. In June 1762, 40,000 Russian troops assembled in Pomerania, which is a place and not a dog in this instance, and prepared to face 27,000 Danish troops. The leaders of both countries were going to try and do a peace conference before it came to straight-up war, but shortly before the conference, Peter lost his throne and the conference didn't occur, and he was accused of planning an unpatriotic war. So basically, he might have gotten everything he wanted, except he messed with a bad bitch. That'll do ya. And history shows that if there is one thing you shouldn't do, it's start a land war in Russia, but also do not mess with a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah, that'll fucking get you every time. So Catherine thought he was planning on divorcing her, which he probably was. And she conspired with her lover, Grigory Grigorievich Orlov. I'm and sorry. Ar- <laughs> yes. Did you say his name is Gregory Gregorievich? Yes. Okay. Just I just needed that clarified. It's extremely Russian. The ru- I girl Anna. Um, no, it's extremely. I just made up this Russian name. <laughs> you know, it's like oh yeah, my my Russian friend Gregory Gregorievich. Gregory Gregorievich Orlov, who was uh, part of the Royal Guard uh, and looped in other members of the Royal Guard to overthrow him. Uh, So on July 9th, 1762, Catherine, with the approval of the Guard, the Senate, and the Church, became Catherine II, Empress of Russia. Peter, who is at his residence near St. Petersburg, Formally abdicated, and that's in some huge fucking air quotes, the next day. Peter was arrested and held in a palace in Rosfa on the outskirts of St. Petersburg by a group of guards led by Alexei Orlov. Alexei Orlov is better known as the brother of Grigory Grigorievich Orlov, <laughs> the queen's lover. So he's like right fucking in it. Um, there the deposed emperor unexpectedly died of an accident, which may have been, according to one account, a conflict with his captors. And of course, by accidental conflict with his captors, I mean he was murdered by Alexei Orlov, the brother of Catherine's lover at the time, Grigory Orlov, a military officer who is believed to have been the biological father of two of Catherine's children. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not even one of those, like, a tu brute type things. It's just like, you know, they came in with the gun, he's like, you know, this is fair. I get this. I, I am not confused as to what's happening right now. Yeah. Catherine, as you might have guessed, was not terribly opposed to the death of her unloved husband. No. She- No. Like, people don't know whether or not she actually planned for him to be murdered or if, like, she was just going to exile him or whatever to get him out of her hair. Like, she probably wanted him murdered, so nobody was going to try to rally behind him later and overthrow her using him who had a better right to the throne. Oh, yeah, because she's still a lady, so. Yeah. 
she didn't she did not bother to punish uh the people who had guarded him probably because she was sleeping with them uh and would rule for the next 34 years peter was buried first at the alexander nevsky lavra and only in 1796 upon the decree of his son emperor paul was the coffin with his body reburied in the Peter and Paul Cathedral next to the grave of his estranged spouse, Catherine the Great. Nobody wanted that, Paul. Nobody. Can I also say, and, like, I recognize that Paul's, like, a biblical name or whatever, (sighs) so, like, some people have, like, feelings about it, but Emperor Paul... Emperor Paul! It's like, hi, I'm Emperor Chad. I'm Emperor Gary. Like... No, it's just not. It's just not. Yeah. I'm King Brent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, You need some self-care, Ren. I always need self-care, and none more than now. Uh, I don't have a legion of toy soldiers to force my husband to playing military parade with, so... Well, shit, Ren, what the fuck am I supposed to recommend now? <laughs> that I Shoot down all my goddamn ideas. <laughs> do, 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 do. Pew. I'm not going to prattle on about this because at this point I don't even know how to take care of myself. But if you, dear listener, are stuck in quarantine with someone who's a fucking psychopath, you can get help by calling the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or call the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 1-800-656-4673 or get in touch with RAIN at 202-544-1034. We will put all of these phone numbers in the show notes. Absolutely. That is great self-care. It is... A weird time, and people are in very close quarters, and not everybody in close quarters is, like, the coolest of people. Yep. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's super good. I like like that. I think that's really great. Again, I, I think that being in close quarters, we have been figuring out whether we actually like the people we live with, uh... Because sometimes we do, and sometimes they capture a rat to court-martial them and hang them on a tiny gallows that they've constructed themselves. Again, it would be adorable, except it's horrifying. I I just love miniatures. (laughs) That's true. Really, that's the only thing. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, again... That that's that, I think that's what this 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 dude's story really shows us is that there are some things that are just fucking made for TV, and those plot lines are almost too outrageous to be on TV, mm-hmm. but certainly too fucking outrageous to be in real life. God knows. Yeah, all yeah. right. So on that note, that's going to be all for us this week, folks. If you like what you're hearing, which you fucking well should, you should check us out. Uh, we're at thisfnguypod.com. The website connects to pretty much all the stuff we do. Uh, Twitter is at thisfnguypod. We also have a Patreon, though right now you don't have to donate to us because food banks are still needing your donations. I mean, you never had to donate to us. Well, you never had to. Uh, we are still poor, but, um, there's 
there's people out there who need more assistance than us right now. We also have a Facebook. That is a thing. There's a lot of memes, which are very enjoyable. And it's this fucking guy, because the asterisks are Facebook hates them. It's a thing. Yeah, fucking no. It's but weird. yeah, if you found us through Facebook, uh, jump in and say hello. Uh, if you have, if you have, we've never asked for this before, but if you have a topic that you want to recommend, yeah, tweet that at us, post it to our Facebook, like, let us know. We're, we're down. Email we're us. open to suggestion. I sometimes check the email. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is thisfnguypod at gmail.com. Yes. Yes, it is. That sounds plausible. As always, I'm Ginger Golub. I am Ren Martinez. And here's a bonus self-care tip. Decoupaging all the light switch covers in your house is fun, adds color, and is a great way to communicate to your family that, no, I'm not losing my mind. You are. And God help me, I can't figure out if I've already given that outro. I'm losing my mind. You haven't, but all of your light switch covers are fucking amazing. That's true. But also... Don't be this fucking guy. Peace. Peace. This fucking guy.